0: The game's all about. All of a sudden, you feel like you can't miss. couldn't make that if tried that again. Absolutely.
1: Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore, and I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. Joined by my colleague, professional better Raheem Palmer. This is the Wednesday Workshop. We break down the slate of Wednesday games in the NBA, giving you Raheem's professional insight. We break down the numbers, the angles, the size, the totals to give you the best betting action for your Wednesday NBA slate. Raheem, let's not waste any time except for telling everyone that you should download the Action Network app because it's the best way for you to track your picks and I'll get all the information that you need. Outside of that though, Rahim, let's go ahead and just get right into this. What's your best bet for Wednesday?
0: Let's go with the Miami Heat, minus five and a half. I also like the under in this game. First things first, when you look at this Warriors team without Steph Curry, they are just two and five on the year. The only wins have come against the Detroit Pistons, 105-102, and the San Antonio Spurs. And we all know this Miami Heat team. They are one of the best teams in the East. They are a championship contender. They play good defense. They have a solid offense. And I just think this Warriors team, they're, they're really in a bad spot. Playing their third game of four nights. They're going to be playing the Orlando Magic tonight in a game in which they're laying eight. But they have just a 110 offensive rating without Steph Curry this year. And I think they're going to have to rely on their defense. So I do like the under, but I just think they're a little bit overmatched in this spot. My model makes this game six and a half. And I mean, some of those games actually include Steph Curry. So I just think the the Heat, disappointing spot coming off against the, the, the Sixers, they should be able to bounce back here.
1: All right, so that's the thought, right? Is like they they had the com- they completely laid an egg, versus the Sixers without Joel Embiid and James Harden, and you think that they won't have back to back letdown spots? Is that yeah? Is there any like sort of, I wonder if there's like any sort of we we need to like come up with a way to track that, right? Like how do you do in letdown spots on a in consecutive games?
0: I mean, so much of this is fading the Warriors. You guys know I haven't really been high on the Warriors all year long, and I mean without Steph Curry, it's just. It's a tremendous and devastating loss.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I got. I'm a little nervous about this one. Uh, you get a really good defense in the Warriors, right? We're recording this on Thursday night. Yeah, they're down 12-4 to the to the Magic. Let's see how that shakes out. Um, if they lose, honestly, I would probably like the Warriors more in that. Like, are they gonna? They're probably gonna like actually be like, all right, let's knock it off. Like, we can be better than this. The rest of that team is better than losing to the Magic. Um, the Heat offense. Let uh, I me. Mean, it this way talking to Heat fans there's like a little bit of like man i don't know how good we are like we got the record but i don't know how good we are and that offense just stalls out like it, it just stalls um yeah i think both teams are going to play a heavy amount of zone now look, i've got this like for whatever reason i have this actually like projected at uh 216 and a half so i've actually got, got it towards the over just don't like that don't don't feel good about that that at all um, I have this on matchup base. Um, I've got it, it's it's gonna lean towards Golden State because Golden State's been a better team throughout the course of the season. Their numbers are are kind of gonna reflect that. Um, I'm I've got it like close to a pickup, right? So I'm fine with like saying like steph's worth so much of the spread that's almost incalculable. I I kind of get that. I guess to me, it seems like too much of a of a slam spot, especially with it being six versus like a pretty decent team. They're likely to get up for that game. I guess the Warriors are on the back-to-back though. And there's a chance that they just like, they arrest a bunch of guys, even on the back to even though it's on national TV, they just say like, oh. It's not
0: even just a back-to-back, it's a three and four nights. Yeah. Played at home against the Spurs. And to be honest, the Spurs were smoking it. They were, the Spurs were up 10 in the fourth quarter. I mean, and they had to battle back multiple times. So... I don't respect this Warriors team at all. I mean, I, I do like the under. When you have the, the Miami Heat, they play at one of the slowest paces in the league, and the Warriors aren't particularly fast, especially without Steph Curry, so. All
1: right, I'm willing to cede to you on this. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. The number always moves with you. Like, we've, when we've been doing the show, like we've, you've tweeted about it like consistently. We'll wake up the next morning, and the number will move like a point, point and a half. What's your stop-by point on this?
0: Six and a half. That's it. Yeah, I don't want to lay seven or eight uh, because I I do think the Warriors defense can keep this close. Do you think the Warriors are bad? You don't respect them. You just said that. I don't respect them, but it's just at some point it's just there's there's a buy point on every side. I mean, look, they got blown out, (laughs) but they got blown out by the Raptors. One nineteen one one hundred. They got blown out by the Timberwolves. I mean, obviously, we know the Timberwolves are a good offense, but. I think at nine, I like I think at like eight, nine, you wanna you, you wanna stay away from this. But you're okay at seven and a half. I'm I'm okay at seven. I, I'm not late anymore at seven. <laughs> okay. No more no more than seven.
1: Hopefully you get this early. Uh Raheem's already put the picks in to the app, so you should download the app, turn on notifications for Raheem, and you'll get those as soon as he puts them in before we even broadcast, and you can listen and, and hear like the reasoning and maybe, you know, make additional bets. Um Okay. So you got the under in this one what else you got on the slate
0: this is one that I'm like really really interested to in hear your thoughts on um I know you are a Grizzlies fan I kind of like the Grizzlies against the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow they're I mean they're getting plus three the Grizzlies are 14 and two without John Morant we all know John Morant's not playing I don't want to put this in the app right now because I do think you know the Brooklyn Nets they're, they're six and one without Kevin Durant right now and I'm actually slated to do this game guys so I'm still thinking through it but I'm looking at taking the Grizzlies once this line kind of goes up.
1: Yeah, I know Ja, they've been good in that spot. If I think if it gets I think if it gets steamed, you definitely going on Memphis. Right? Like if this gets to four, I want Memphis. But I don't want it I don't want it less than a possession. I want yeah. this to be I want this to be at least multiple possessions. Um, you know, I think I think the concern probably is that the Nets have the ability just to put up a really big number and sometimes that's caused issues for Memphis where their overall defense is pretty good, but sometimes they just get like shellacked uh, on the defensive end when they have problems. That's usually like where it pops up. Uh, Let me look at their performance versus opponents in top 10 offensive rank, which the nets aren't going to be because of their various issues throughout the course of the season. But I want to see what it looks like. Um, If we, if we project Brooklyn as that type of team, what does this look like? Uh, Memphis. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Here, here's a number to scare you off. Memphis is ten and eight straight up versus top ten offenses this season, but they're twenty eighth versus in spread differential. They're minus five in spread differential. That's for clean the glass. They got the twenty first ranked offense and the seventeenth ranked defense versus those top ten offenses. Um, they're also number one in win differential in those eighteen games. They they should have. Uh, just six wins, and they've got 10 in that spot based off of point differential. And then some of that's like blowout, et cetera, a small sample. But I, I get a little nervous about, like, you know me, I like betting those spots where it's a team that's shorthanded, that the market overcorrects for. The Grizzlies, I have a history of being really good with that, John Morant. They've been good in those spots, they take care of business, there's a lot of talent national TV game, but this is a Katie Kyrie
0: spot, right? Oh, Kyrie is playing. Okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, you kind of got to go with the nets in this spot. It's just the offense is too good with Katie and Kyrie. (laughs) Like, I think that's the one thing I always forget. It's just like, you have to have two separate power ratings for this team. And I mean, with Katie and Kyrie, they're pretty much 1.2 points per possession.
1: Total's 235. I kind of like the over. Yeah. This, this feels 120, 117. That doesn't get you a lot of leeway. I have it
0: 243.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the over there is is probably the spot. Just based off of if Memphis wins, it's because Bane goes nuts and Jaron Jackson has a big game. But, like, you know, Katie's going to put up 35 and Kyrie's probably going to put up 25. And they're going to shoot a lot of threes. Grizzlies half court defense isn't necessarily as good as it kind of looks on paper. Yeah. I, I, I can't get there on Memphis, even with a spot that usually I'd be very interested in with jaw out this particular specific matchup. I don't love.
0: Yeah. I think I'm actually, I'm going to lay it with the nets. The interesting thing is that even without Irving, if you look at that tragic Curry Brown, Durant Drummond lineup, they play 47 possessions this year and they're scoring. They're scoring teams by 23 points per, per one of the possessions, and they have an offensive rating of 134. I think Kevin Durant is playing at such an MVP level right now that it's tough to fade him. But I, like, when I looked at the line and I saw it was just three, it just felt like a spot for the Grizzlies. But we're going all the, all the way, other, other way. Lay the points with the Brooklyn as soon as possible.
1: Uh, well, I want to ask you about the <laughs> Phoenix Suns and the Minnesota Timberwolves. This opened with Wolves minus one and a half. And swung immediately to Suns minus two. Like the market flipped out on this on this opening line when it dropped. And it dropped a little bit earlier. I saw our guy Joe Delero be on tomorrow's show talking about it. Um, the line currently is Suns minus two. Wolves at home. Coming off a heartbreak loss to the, the Dallas Mavericks on Monday. They face the Mavericks again on Friday. Uh, no Chris Paul, but Devin Booker back. What do you put this number at? And what do you think of the side of?
0: I thought he said, thought he said Chris Paul was playing. I read that he could be back on Wednesday.
1: Let me check that. because I think, I, think I think that's why the line, the line moved. You think that's why? You think it's because <laughs> they just basically found out that Paul was going to play? Uh, he's been ruled out of Wednesday's contest against Timberwolves. Dwayne Rankin of the Arizona Republic reports.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. I, I think this line is a little concerning for me. I actually make this game a pick Mm -hmm. So at two, I think you kind of got to look towards the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, they have been by far the best team in the league. And I mean, even though they lost out of the night, they had a three-point lead with two minutes to go before giving up that 7-0 run. And they still got the cover um, in a game which we gave out at plus three and a half. So if you got it plus two and a half, plus three and a half, you cover it. But this, I mean, this team has just been unbelievable since the All-Star break. So at home, I think they're winning it. They're eleven and three right now. Eleven and two since the All Star break. League best net rating. I like the Timberwolves in this in this matchup. I think that's that's the way to go.
1: So uh, full season numbers, power rating. I've got it at five. I've got it Wolves plus five. Let's put three points on on CP three. Okay, and that gets us to two. So we're already in, inside the number. And then Cam Johnson, I think, is probably worth a half point. That's how important I think Cam Johnson is. He's out too. So yeah. that slides another point, uh, another half point towards the Wolves. The Wolves need to get this one because otherwise they're looking at a potential three game losing streak and th- they just climbed into the sixth spot and they could be depending on what happens with Denver. Who's also got the Clippers as we record this on uh Tuesday night, they've got the Clippers tonight and then they've got the Suns later this week. Both of them play the Suns. Um, So yeah, I, I kind of like the wolves here. I think getting the wolves is a home dog in this spot, desperate versus a look, the Suns don't have much to play for at this point. They just don't, they're going to be the ones. There's no, yeah. there's no mathematical way. They're not going to be the ones. So, I kind of like grabbing the wolves here. The total on this game uh, is two thirty four.
0: Feels a little high to me. Yeah. What do you got? What do you have the total projected at? If I use my post All Star rate numbers, I have it two forty three. Yeah. If I use my my full season numbers, I have it two twenty eight.
1: Okay, so that brings up a good point. I want to talk to you about this. Um, what do we do with totals right now? Right. So we've talked about this, about how, like, I don't have to get the ability with what I've built to do mm-hmm. these splits of post and, and uh, before all-star, which is why I always recommend everybody listen to your models. I use mine as like a discussion point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the offense went from bad at the beginning of the year to pretty like solid, very medium Goldilocks zone in, I would say December and January really through the all-star break. Um, with the exception of the COVID impacted games, right? And then after All-Star, it's just been score-a-palooza. Like, we've just had 50 burgers every single freaking night. I don't know what, like, I I don't, do we just, like, do we just assume this is the new norm? Do we just, like, stabilize? Because it's, like, league-wide, everyone's dropping 120s and 130s now. And I don't know how to square this with, like, where did the defense from early in the season go? I don't know how to, I don't know how to bet totals was a discrepancy between where we were at for three-fourths of the season and where we are now.
0: I think you have to really just kind of throw out a lot of the earlier season numbers. I mean, like, look, that total we just talked about, Minnesota Timberwolves, Phoenix Suns. My, my full season numbers has it 228. Yeah. My post-All-Star break numbers have it 243. So when you're looking at the books, all they did was just average the two mm. <laughs> and come up with 234 like 234 and a half. And then, you know, maybe you might insert your opinions on how the game goes and make an adjustment either way. But, I mean, you, you're looking at a team in the Phoenix Suns who they still have the, the one of the best defenses in the league. So, and then obviously without Chris Paul out there, they're even more reliant on their defense because the offense isn't the same. So I think you're, you're you're kind of using more recent numbers, but you're also trying to determine, you know, the matchups. So, like a lot of times the, the first model I look at is post all-star break. We talked earlier about this, the the, the warriors in the heat. My number makes that heat minus six and a half. Now, if I'm using full season numbers, that's a pickup. Yeah. So it's just, it's it's like, I'm seeing across the board, my full, my post all-star break numbers are more representative of what we're seeing with these teams, especially with so many of these teams drastically changing. It's like, what we saw earlier in the year isn't even indicative of what we have now. One
1: thing to note here, so the Wolves' base coverage is they play at the level. They've been playing more drop lately. Dane Moore mm-hmm. covers the Wolves, has done a really good job covering their like their defensive coverage changes. They're playing yeah. a little bit more drop. Uh, they're switching up a little bit, but they kind of, I think, are realizing like we just have to play at the level. like That's mm-hmm. just where we're at our best. Here's the problem. Phoenix is the number one team offensively in mm-hmm. the league per second spectrum scoring mm-hmm. against teams that play at the level um, they average one point one three uh, points per possession versus that coverage. That is mm. an absurd mark. That is by far mm. the best mark in the league. Now, a lot of that's because like Chris Paul will torch you, right? Like you, but you double Chris Paul and Chris knows a million ways to beat you off the bounce. He just knows how yeah. to, how to, how to pass. He'll nutmeg you. He knows how to split the double. He knows how to beat that coverage. I'm not sure the bookers is comfortable. And so like, that's kind of the question here is, Mm -hmm. is do you think that the wolves can get pressure on the ball handler enough to turn them over? And I kind of lean. Yes. So like I lean towards the under, but I'm not sure I'm going to bet it. Just because like I said, I don't, I'm trying to figure out how to bet totals right now with the discrepancy between these. And it's been pretty wild.
0: I just noticed, I just looked this up. They've completely changed the way they've called fouls. Like before the all-star break, The Houston Rockets led the league in free throw attempts per game at 25. After the all-star break, the Knicks are, they lead the league in free throw attempts at 31.1. And you have actually 11 teams shooting over 25 free throws. (laughs) So it's a completely different
1: game. A couple more before we get out of here. I have to ask you about it. I'm sorry. It's all Uh, good. (laughs) The Los Angeles Lakers are at home. Versus the Philadelphia 76ers, they're seven-point dogs at home. A LeBron James team with LeBron playing is a seven-point underdog at home to the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, You have been pointing out the problems with the Sixers lately. You have been off of the Lakers all year. So at seven, what is your lean on the side?
0: I hate both of these teams. These are both my favorite two teams in the NBA. I'm a Lakers fan and I'm a Sixers fan. A lot of people don't realize that. Um but I'm my eyes at you. <laughs> Kobe and Allen Iris. It just is what it is. But um my post-All-Star break numbers put this game at 15 and a half with the over under of 33. My full season numbers put this at 3.5 with the over under of 219. I think for this matchup I kind of got I got to lean over. Um I don't know how you lay it with the Sixers team, right? I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. I like how we're... Russ has
1: been playing. I'll say that. I, yeah. like how, I like how Russ has been playing. He's been playing much better. I think he'll be. Interesting. You know, it feels like
0: he does this every, it feels like the yeah. last three seasons, post All-Star break, he finds a group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I thought it was going to happen after All-Star break and then it didn't happen. It got worse. But now I'm like, maybe it's now, now we're down to like the last quarter of the season. Like last 10 games. Like that's all that you get from that's all that the rest you get. You get 10 good games and that's it. Um, but he's been really good. Last one, I'm not gonna bet that game. Last one is uh Celtics and Jazz. The Celtics are at home. Uh they are six-point favorites versus the Utah Jazz. Uh matchup based, I've got this uh Jazz actually, minus two and a half. Uh for full season power rating, I've got this. Celtics minus two, so I'm selling a pretty big like edge on Utah. I'm curious what post All Star says about this Boston Celtics team, which has been the best team in the league the last three months.
0: At this eight point six, okay. I think I think the I've always like. I mean, I had, I played this angle the other day because I like the Nets against the Jazz, and I, I gave out the Nets um, money line against the Jazz. I also gave out. Kevin Durant over 31 and a half. I just think this, this jazz team, they just don't really have the wings to match up against elite wings. When you look at the first jazz in the Celtics game, Tatum put up 37 points. Um, obviously, LeBron James cooked this team for 33. And then obviously you have Kevin Durant putting up 37 points. And it's just, at least Joe Angles can, you know, was solid on the defensive end of the floor. But, I mean, now you don't have Bogdanovich. Now you don't have Engels. I mean, you have Rudy Gay out there, but he's really no match for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I just think there's a, a a huge difference in athleticism on the wings. And that's a problem for me in this matchup. So I'm kind of leaning towards the Celtics, but I think the market has kind of caught up to them to the point where I don't, I don't necessarily want to lay six here because I do think this is still a, a solid Jazz team. But... It wouldn't surprise me if the Celtics went out there and flew them
1: out. Is this like a stop at falling knife thing, right? Like, the yeah, jazz are, the Jazz are kind of falling apart. Like, there's been some concerning losses lately. The Jazz, the Jazz writers are starting to be like, mm, like they, they just haven't. They had that little run when they got Rudy back, and then they, mm-hmm. you know, they lost to the Lakers, and it's just they've just been pretty
0: shaky. They just have not played very well, so.
1: I mean, they won three.
0: They won three straight before the Nets game. But I mean, obviously, you missing Bogdanovich. You still missing House. I mean, like Mike Conley has been awful. Yeah. I mean, right now it's just Donovan and and Rudy, and they have like no no real wins. So, I mean, they beat up on a bad Clippers team. They beat up on a bad Knicks team, and they beat up on a, on a Bulls team, which is in a total tailspin. But like you said, there's been concerning losses against the the spurs i mean the, the mavericks dominated them the pelicans so it's just that pelicans loss was really bad so yeah,
1: it was real bad yeah
0: yeah yeah i think i think six might
1: be short if you get this i would not go any higher than six though yeah that's that may be the
0: the i actually put it in the app at five because i think fox bike had it up at five earlier or i just kind of grabbed it yeah. um knowing that this would probably go up so i think yeah six is probably short I think I'll stay
1: away. The only other one that I have here is um I actually kind of like the Pacers versus the Kings tomorrow. I just like high octane teams versus the Kings defense and the Pacers bring a lot of offense. Now I'm a little surprised that the Pacers are favored in the spot. Like that's a little weird, right? Like that should not probably be the case that the Indiana Pacers should be favored by five and a half points. I was a little bit curious about where you had this line.
0: I have this at Wow, I have this at Pacers minus 1.6 for the post-All-Star break, and I have it as Pacers minus 4.5 for full-season numbers. What's the total? It's 236. Yeah, I have this, I have this going over. 245 for full-season yeah. numbers and 231. Um, is, is Fox playing? I know he didn't play the other night. I don't, even, I don't think it matters. I just think
1: that neither of these teams can stop anything.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning over as well. I think that's that's a,
1: so fast. Yeah, I think I think over 236 actually might be the play. He's playing those high numbers. Okay, so that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Raheem has got the Miami Heat versus the Golden State Warriors, minus six. Don't play it above seven. Under uh, 214. He, under 214. He's got.
0: I like the Brooklyn Nets, minus yeah.
1: three. The Nets, minus three versus the Grizzlies. Uh, we both like the Wolves in the spot versus the Suns no play on the total there right
0: yeah no play on the total and then we like the over at the kings game let's go wrap it up for yeah. buckets thanks for joining us we'll be
1: back tomorrow night with another episode of the thursday night workshop we'll break down all the games with joe Delero. we'll throw in some props as well rahim and i'll be back tomorrow thanks for joining us everybody have yourselves a great wednesday we'll see you guys again next time let's get
0: buckets